0: All right, so today is a very special reunion 2020 episode. What is that? That's when I bring on a guest I had on in the past, and I had I get enough of that conversation, so I brought him right back. Uh, so today's guest is Janine Moss, who is CEO over at J Moss & Co., and also founder over at Anna B. Um Janine, welcome back to the show.
1: Well, thank you so much, and you just set the bar so high. I'm, I'm getting ready to climb.
0: Hey, that's what I'm talking about. I'm all about it, and that's why I brought you back. Um, but, you know, we've had the podcast has grown quite a bit since the last time you were on the show, so I don't want to assume everybody caught the first episode. Um, so let's just start off with going over um, what you're doing over at J. Moss & Co. and uh, Anna B.
1: Okay, well, it's worth it. J. Moss & Company is my new product and brand development agency, which I've really had for about mm, more than 15 years. But anybody who develops new products and brands cannot resist the opportunity to create their own. So I did. And that is called, that brand is Anabi, which are chic and discreet accessories to carry cannabis um, stylishly and odor free. So those are my two things that I'm doing and I got a lot going on. So help me narrow it down and, and tell you what you, you'd like to, I can help most with.
0: So you are busy, busy. Um, obviously, cannabis space um, um blowing up all around the country. You can't turn on the news without seeing uh, things going on. And with your expertise in uh, in branding and marketing and product development, I just see them as a perfect marriage. Um, so that being said, let's get a little bit more into what you're doing on the product development and uh, branding and marketing side with uh, with uh, with the company. So first, uh, tell us uh, first off, what type of clients you like working with? What kind of niches that? you're helping with now?
1: Well, I actually am kind of industry agnostic. I've been in cannabis now for the last like four years because of my own product. But prior to that, it's tech and hospitality and government and nonprofits. I am a person who has always gone where the exciting opportunities are, where there's a huge challenge and most importantly, something that nobody's ever done before. That is my jam. So those are the industries I work with, um, and what I do is uh, stuff like, for example, brand strategy. And what's that all about? That's about the true north for a company and products and brands that guides all the development and uh, you know, in messaging, et cetera, et cetera. And so, um, in that area, I'm working with a lot of cannabis companies, but I'm also working with some tech companies still, and, and like that. And um, with the tech companies, a lot of what I do is help them simplify and explain really difficult and complex things. I also, though, I work with ad agencies, ad agencies, PR agencies. I help them differentiate themselves in the market and get new business, figure out how to communicate with clients, with potential clients, sell themselves, essentially. They're good at selling everybody else, and usually we're not as good at selling ourselves. Um, mm. and in and the helping to do things that haven't been done before. Uh, you know, it's things like um, I was part of the team that turned around New York City. You probably can't even remember that it was a terrible destination that nobody wanted to go to. We were thought to be mean and dirty and unsafe, and we turned around that whole perception in the 90s. Um, I also worked with the September 11th fund. I was in the dot-com boom. I helped create Restaurant Week back in the day. I've done strategic communications for the Department of Defense and Accenture and Blue Allen and HP, lots and lots of companies. And finally, I also work with media companies creating new media properties and producing new content platforms. So I'm really kind of, I anything, mean, if it's about communications and marketing, that's what I love to do.
0: So I personally think, I mean, we're in the, in, for the creative space and for the marketing, I think we're in this amazing renaissance because what it comes down to is new platforms to tell your message and to connect with people and potentially, and to tell your story and to work with um, with the audiences you want to. I mean, they come up all the time and the niches, I mean, they're, they're, they're endless and new ones again, arising all the time. So that being said, um, in branding and marketing, what do you find that, um, a lot of it, and I know this is going to vary from client to client, but I know with your experience and the amount of clients you've worked throughout the years, you have a good pulse on just what's going on in general. So where do you find a lot of the, you know, branding and marketing errors are happening from some of these newer brands and newer companies?
1: You know, that's an excellent question. You're not going to believe this, but you know what? People want to cut um, cut costs and they want to go fast, and they don't want to take the time to do brand strategy, right? And you're going to say, well, what do you, you know, but wait, big companies and stuff, no, even they may do a strategy exercise, but then implementing that strategy falls by the wayside. And when you hear the word strategy go, yeah, yeah, navel gazing, and I don't want to spend all my time, I want to do, do, do. But it's it's just not smart. The smart thing is to really think about who your customer is, what your brand name and promise is, what your product names are going to be, what your personality and voice is, your story, where you fit in the competitive environment, your organizing principles and beliefs, and as a business owner, executive, director, whatever you are, um, you have to map all that to your vision and beliefs. And it's not easy, and it takes a little time, but will save so much time down the road when you're dispersing your energies in too many ways. People don't know why you're doing the things you're doing. You haven't brought along your team. There are so many negative impl- implications to short-changing uh, thinking about your and implementing your strategy wisely. I'd say that's, no, that's huge. Problem.
0: Where would you say the, the basis? So let's just say, obviously, we're not going to have time to go through everything, and I don't want to oversimplify it here, but what do you think for some of those companies out there that haven't done a, a real, legit brand strategy uh, at this place? They have a product that out there at market. Um, where do you think is the starting point for them to kind of start to get everything together?
1: Here's a crazy, disruptive concept for you. Start with the consumer. Don't think you know everything. There is nobody in this golly molly world who has a corner on creating the best products are made, right? so if you start early by engaging the consumers in the right way, and I don't mean just going, "Hey, do you like this or that?" that doesn't do anything for you. What you want to do is you want to if, rather than treating customers as a, just as a source of data, treat them as a source of inspiration. That is really the the place where you start. Test your ideas. Sure, have your ideas. We all have our ideas. I mean, I think I have millions of them every day, but that doesn't mean I think I'm always right. So I take my ideas, and we have techniques that we use to do this, um, but you take your ideas and you share them with the customer, the consumer, in a, uh, uh, a really interesting ways to get their ideas and, uh, and get using your ideas to get better ones. Um, I see it happen all the time. Well, I like this word. I don't like that word. Well, how the hell do you know? You don't know. It's what the consumer thinks about that word. It's not about what you think about that word, right, if that makes sense. No one's a genius at thinking up sure winners except for the people who are actually going to be using your, your product. So that's where I say everybody should start and nobody's doing it, especially in cannabis. When I say nobody, Nobody in cannabis is using it, and certainly very few people in any milieu are using consumers as a source of inspiration.
0: Oh my gosh, that's funny you say that, because I always tell my team, and the, the only thing that I can claim we're really good at is that's all we do. I'm not claiming I, have, I'm not yeah. claiming I ever have a good idea, and is what's funny to me is like when every single thing we've done is because people have asked and we've just listened. Like the podcast was launched. We weren't doing that. We were trying to sell books, and then somebody said, you should do a podcast. We tried it, and then we stopped doing it for a little while, and people kept listening, and then we started asking some of the people in the user base, they're like, why aren't you? doing that we started getting messages and other things and I'm like all right well they're talking we got to give them what they want we have to do this and uh, even the books like different things that we've published and other things all that we ever do is go back to the, to the consumer and kind of figure out and I wouldn't I don't know if I call them consumer audience listeners um, people that consume our content but that's really um and I didn't I never really thought about it because I've never had a physical product other than books or things like that but you know developing products um what that looked like, and I'm glad that you said that because that just lets me know that I wasn't necessarily, I, I never claimed to have a good idea. That's the point. I just said, What and, do they want? And so, we'll start there. We'll start there. So what do they ahead, want? <laughs> yeah,
1: you're so much ahead of the curve with that. I'm telling you, that is the place to start. And guess what? Listening and communicating, two of the hardest things, right? And you're doing that. You're doing both of those. You just told me that you're living up front getting your inspiration from your customers and consumers and audience, whatever you call them, and then you're communicating back with them. And the thing that makes that so hard in real life is, uh, is all the filters we're looking through, right, all the fears we have, all the desires to be the smartest mm-hmm. one in the room, all that stuff stands in the way of us really listening to people and really communicating back without being angry and resentful that somebody didn't agree with us or, you know, whatever else. And I I, say, I think of it, I always think about the growth versus fixed mindsets, right? And the, mm-hmm. the fixed mindset says that your basic abilities and intelligence and talents, these are fixed traits. This is what I've got. It's what I've got to work with. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to be content with that. The growth mindset says that your abilities and your intelligence can be learned and developed and grow, right? That's and so. Yeah so really I think what you're what you're saying is that you've got a growth mindset and and that means that if you make a mistake it's no big deal right you learn and you grow from it but that enables you to listen and communicate well so bravo to you
0: I'm not gonna say bravo. I just I don't wanna be the idea guy. Listen, that's all I have to say. And the funny thing is as you're talking, I'm thinking too to myself. Every process improvement, everything we've done has literally been ideas from our uh, from our audience. For example, I'll give you one that I don't know many podcasters are doing, but everybody's so obsessed with like how many downloads do I have and how many subscribers and this and that. Well for our audience we kept we got we kept getting um we kept getting um uh feedback or request for is this on YouTube because I don't really listen to podcasts. I want I want to listen to it on YouTube. And I'm like, well, we don't do that because we're a podcast. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's I don't know that we – I don't like to say we don't do. So I redid everything so that um, – and when you were on last time, I was, we were doing this, Janine, but you will get a full YouTube video, and we converted everything also to the video. So it's going to be Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all kinds of videos. And what's funny is that the YouTube channel, we don't even – I'm not even claim, I'm claiming we need know how to. That's not our expertise. We don't even have tags. We don't put anything on the additional side of YouTube. We'll figure that out and I'll hire and get the right people in here to do that. But for now we just started it and the channel's growing and I think we'll actually get more we'll get more views and listens on YouTube than we actually will um, on the podcast probably within two years is my bet because YouTube organically for our type of content is treating us really well. Who would have known that? So why are you forcing people to go get downloads and to use podcasts if right. they don't want to? Um, go you, If the goal is to get the content and the stories out and to get people's stories like yours out and to get them promo on their business and what they're doing and their knowledge out, then why should I care if it's on a podcast or YouTube or any platform? So that was the point. And again, how did that come up? Listening to the consumers. So I, I love. I learn every day, Janine. And what you just now did today <laughs> was let us know that we got to just keep on uh, listening to what people are asking us for, and within reason, trying to give it to them. So I love it.
1: That's exactly right. And and being flexible and being willing, like you didn't say oh, no, I'm, I've got to do it my way, and so I'm not doing it your way. I don't care, and it mm-hmm. made you feel bad that you didn't already think that you were doing of it before. You just went out, listened, and heard, and did it. And, yep. you know, what you said about the platforms, like, why should we care about like, wait? Are you social first? Do you know social? Do you know digital? Well, hello, every communications vehicle is valid. Mm-hmm. They all do different jobs, and there's so many of them. What's different is now we have gazillions of them, and once upon a time we didn't have gazillions. So now you have gazillions. It means you have to know a lot more about these different channels and how to use them. But the, but to me, the overarching thing is that communications have become real fast. You've got to grab them, you've got to learn from them, and you've got to respond to them. And, it, and whatever medium your customer wants to use, that's the medium you're going to be in. And you're going to co- you, you've got to communicate in their language. Once upon a time when I used to do positioning messaging, which I still do, but I do it differently. Once upon a time it was like, this is your brand Bible. You will use these words. You will always use these words. I will be the brand cop. And if you don't use these words, I'll come down on you. That was the old way. The new way is i still do positioning and messaging what does that mean so it's like okay focus on this these are the key things you have to communicate but i don't care if you use the exact words anymore because in different media you have to adapt to the language of that medium so they're fast and you learn quickly and you, you've got to go back and adapt so it's a very adaptable fast-moving system you know, and you have to be agile and interested and listening and learning in order to prosper in it, in my opinion. Yeah,
0: that's exciting. So, Janine, if somebody's, and I could talk to you all day about this, but our time's about up. So if somebody's listening to this and they want to connect with you to learn more about uh, Jay Moss & Co. or to learn more about your brand, Anna B's, what's the best way for them to get that info?
1: Well, it's my first name. The best way to go directly to me is Janine. And then I'm going to give you at uh, J Moss. So I'm Janine at J M Moss, J M O S S, and A N D Company, C-O-M-P-A-N-Y.com. So it's Janine at J Moss and Company, all spelled out. So I would okay. love to hear from anybody and hear ideas or challenge me on anything. There's nothing more fun than listening and communicating, in my opinion. Awesome.
0: Well, hey Janine, really appreciate you uh, coming on the show again, and, uh, and lo- love what you're doing with Jay Moss and Co. And excited to see more great things out of you, and have you back in 2021. We're gonna do another. Well, that'll be our two-year reunion. It's gonna be good stuff. <laughs> and uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, or if you are watching this on YouTube, our brand new channel, Money Matters Top Tips. Don't forget to give us a subscribe. And uh, if you if you have some opinions and want to talk about branding brand marketing um definitely leave us some comments on that video and uh, i'm not claiming i'm going to know the answers but i will uh put janine on the hook to answer those comments and make her do the work so that's <laughs> I've my always, feedback
1: <laughs> i've always wanted to the column so come come at it and bring it on
0: <laughs> that's awesome well hey janine again thank you for coming on the show um, pre- really appreciate it
1: thank you adam see you soon I'm not the one